Welcome to the Start to Continue podcast, episode number six. This episode is brought to you by nosnob.com. Wine reviews for wines under $20 a bottle. Well, you didn't say who we were this time. No, I didn't. <laughs> you don't think they know who we are by now? I Well, made it to episode six. That's you, something. I, I think that is good. You're Joe. Is, I'm Joe, and you're Bill. Yep. Welcome. Where's the intro music, man? It's a work in progress. Uh, among other things, I do have, you know, life oh. matters on the go. Here we go. That, uh, if we haven't heard this one, take already more of a priority. Listen, every, anyone in this room that has two kids, uh, <laughs> one of them eight months old, raise their hand. And if anyone was watching or possible to watch, you'd see my hand would be the only one raised. But. You don't even know what she looks like, really, I think, at this point. Well, the maid uh, (laughs) brings her out. Yeah, the wet nurse. Once a day. Oh. It's just like soap operas. Yeah, before bedtime, you know, she holds her in front of us. We wave at her, and uh, she's off to bed. Yeah, exactly. Ideas on the intro music yet? This was your baby. Man, it is. It's, It's a point that's really, really bothering me. I it's something that I feel we're seriously lacking at the start. I think it just adds something to it personally. Um, I thought about like the retro game music just because that's what we're both into, but I don't know to find the right, uh, right program or the right, whatever it is to make it is, uh, it's baffling. Yeah. I don't, there must be a, a good synthesizer out there where you can, Randomized. Don't you got a Casio tones. keyboard at your house? You can plug it yeah. into. Yeah. I don't know. So work on, man. You're a composer. Well, uh, you got that fancy guitar. And you got more than one guitar. Yeah. Well, that's neither here or there. Mm. And yeah. I haven't played for over, geez, two years by now. Me too. A lot of rust on these fingers. Once I get the office all done up, though, I'm going to get, I got to buy a new guitar stand just so I can have it out on display. And uh, hopefully that'll make me want to pick it up more often mm-hmm. instead of looking at my dusty case on the floor. Mm-hmm. You don't have a guitar stand right now? I did. I threw it out before the move because it was, uh, you know, the rubber at the bottom that yeah. the guitar rests on? Yeah. It started to, to gummify. Yeah. I have that problem too. I, yeah. I would have taken it. No. Yeah. I would just fix that part. 20 bucks. Do you still have it? No. I think I paid 20 for the stand, man. Yeah, I'm going to take for sure. I don't think I need new strings because uh, actually I, I think my cousin Chuck gave me six new ones, I think, last year. So I think those are more than fine. Probably just needs a good tune. And I want actually I want to plug it into my iPad and see what uh, what kind of stuff I can get out of it, what kind of recording I can do, either through GarageBand or... I think there's a bunch of uh, uh, floor pedals you can actually download well, or are built into it. Don't you need the iRig? Yeah, that's what it's called, you right? plug into the iRig, and then that goes to your computer or whatever. To your phone. Oh, the iPad. Whatever. Yeah, I'm jealous of that. That's the one reason, the only reason I would ever want an iProduct is so I could have the iRig. But the iRig is just a separate attachment, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, hmm, 
So that that's the actual part that plugs into the iPad. Okay. Yeah. I've always seen them go into the phones, though. But, yeah, an iPad would work, I imagine. Well, it's more designed for that, right? Mm. What does that cost? I don't think they're that much. Like 40 bucks, maybe. Oh, something oh. like that. But what you can do with it is crazy. It's called iRig. So you plug that into your phone or your iPad, and then you put your headphones mm -hmm. on, plug that in, and uh, you have a full outfit right there. Oh, there it is there. Uh, looks like, yeah, you're right. About 40 bucks. I'm what? You're right. Mm -hmm. iRig is a guitar interface adapter for iPad iPhone and iPod Touch. Why not Android? Because it's a Don't. inferior product? No. It does it's look pretty ridiculous. sweet, though. We'll have to bring the guitars in one time. Yeah. I've been saying let's do I'll that for ages. I know. What the, I know. Yeah, I know. Like, right, I know. I'll look it up myself on my phone. <laughs> Speaking of phones, I still have to order that, that new uh, iPhone 6. Well, you don't have to. You I do. This phone is three years old. Yeah, but you That's don't... the rule every three years. You don't want to be a hypocrite because you already always said how a big phone is ridiculous. So I don't want you going down that road. Yeah, but in relative terms, if I get the new phone, it'll be relative with all the other new phones out there. So essentially, it's not bigger in comparison to other phones. <laughs> and I'm not doing the 6 Plus. So I've been talked out of it. Oh, who talked you out of that? Uh, another buddy. Yeah, you won't. Li you won't listen to me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, it would be cool to have a nicer screen. It's just bigger and more enjoyable. Right? You know what? I think you should try the Samsung Note with the uh, pen, the built-in pen. That looks. Uh, that's looks really good. Um, Steve Jobs actually said we have a built-in pen already. It's called our finger. He must have had a really pointy, sharp finger. Yes. Uh, that was actually in one of his keynotes when he first introduced probably the iPhone, I think. One of the few things that stood out to me. Why would you want a stylus pen? Why are you going backwards? Well, because then you could actually write really legibly on your surface. And it's just so handy. You know what? How about this? Siri. What is an iPad? Allow me to direct you to Apple's rather fabulous website. Genius. <laughs> Siri, what is an iRig? Okay, I found this on the web for Siri. What is an iRig? <laughs> Does it know what an iRig is? Hmm. Yeah. Pretty good. No, it doesn't actually. Oh, it's bringing me to pictures of oil rigs. <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, where were we? What? Uh, you're playing with your phone as usual. That's fun. Oh yeah, we don't need no stylus, man. Let's go. F 2014. It's all good. You can just talk in your phone. You don't need to write. What are you writing? We saw how good talking in what your phone. What are you doing? Works. Memos. It's just handy for pinpoint accuracy. You know, it's like the Nintendo DS where you just you can whip it out, no problem. It's built right in. Yeah. And, and the uh, DS is how old and how crappy of a product? Oh, it was, it was obviously a great product. 
it I heard you I heard you say the word was. Is, yeah. No, sure. you said was. <laughs> yeah, when it came out, right? Broke open a lot of doors for people. They wanted in. They wanted to play it. This guy doesn't have one. And I have all the other game systems. Except for Atari. Well then obviously you are not a serious gamer. I am. Or a I don't game know where collector. Gonna, I don't know where I'm gonna find the room for my systems in my office. The whole attention was I was going to put them all on display, but the boxes are so damn big, and I don't want to take the, I don't want to take the actual packaged up game systems out of the styrofoam. <laughs> no. So, I think I may just stack them all in bins in a corner and leave them there. Which is a real shame. Well, then take them out. No. Where am I going to put them? Stack them up. I'm already eliminating half half of my books because I've got. I've now relocated most of my bookshelves to displaying my TFs so that cuts my shelves down Transformers. To from from four to two for just my books well then you just gotta make more room for the consoles is there a TV happening mm, I thought about it but I'm gonna, not gonna put one in the room hmm. like even a little one like that just no little, I'd get uh, uh, if I was to do it I'd probably do I wouldn't go massive because it would be too close. I'd probably do like a 20-inch or I'm not even sure how small they make LEDs now. Well, it'd be better if you found an old CRT, like the one that uh, my pants sock towel that you made me throw out. (laughs) Towel, yeah. Because you made fun of how much I was selling it for and told you it was for the serious gamer. Yeah. Who has a basement. But... No one needs it. If that was a ridiculous price, no, I had to drop down. You <laughs> you go fishing for the first for some suckers, and then no one picked it up. So okay, yeah. So that was it. I got rid of it more because of my wife. Well, yeah. If you just got a smaller version of that, and it was tucked, you know, flush into a shelf, and then had a couple of bang boxes, uh, all your consoles are hooked up into a bang box, and you can speak into your mic, man. I, I am. Man. Hello. But um, that'd be nice. I don't know. I'll probably just get end up getting like a twenty inch or something, and well, make some room and put it office. on top of my beer fridge or something like that. Get rid of some stuff. It's time to get rid of stuff. Well, I'm, I'm trying to. I've got, like I said, books that I'll be getting rid of. I've got comics on sale on Kijiji right now that had a couple of bites, and one guy had an interest in one or a couple, and then. He's decided he only wants one, and now I don't know if I want to sell it to him because he's made it more interesting to me again. <laughs> Does that make sense? Someone no. else, someone wants something I want to get rid of, and now that makes me not want to get rid of it. Well, what do you mean? How bad does he want it? Did he? Well, offer? it's a. Which one is it? It's the uh, Wolverine CGC graded one, signed by John Romita Jr. Yeah, and, I like uh, that. I show it to you. Yeah. Did he come at you with a lower price? Or? No, he never said any price. He just wants. The price would be firm for that one. And I was only selling it for what I paid for it, 65 Mm-hmm. But so, it makes me think I should probably, I'm going to pull all my ads and maybe relist them for about 10 bucks more. I think that one, and I bought that one back in, it's from 2004. From Wizard Wizard World Con, Texas. 
Yeah, yeah, you should. You should get rid of them. Uh, from what I hear, like all modern age comics, the the bottom has fallen out of them. They're not certainly not worth what everyone was expecting they'd be worth. Only because more people are holding on to them. Yeah, exactly. There was a ton of them. You know, everyone thought they would be worth something, so everyone held on to them. I wasn't buying them f- to for as an investment to sell later. It's like my TFs. I'm not doing it to make a profit on them. Otherwise, I'd be buying more than one of each. Which you do. (laughs) I have a couple. I have. Like, uh, yeah. Well, mostly it's just the masterpiece ones, right? Well, listen. And that's only, uh, I've got, I've got two masterpiece sound waves. Here we go with the list again. <laughs> the Takara, the Hasbro one, and then three, if I actually count the the version after he got destroyed and then his little tape cassette guys rebuilt him so he was no longer sound wave but sound blaster. Right. Our listeners should make a drinking game. And then every time what? <laughs> yeah. Every time TFs are brought up? Every, yeah, every time you say like sound wave or something. And take a drink. And then the only other masterpiece duplicate I have is Grimlock, which is um I've got two or three of those. I think I just have two. So there you go. You buy multiples. Two. No, I got three. But they're not from the same year. Perfect. So there is a difference. And wow. One's a Hasbro Toys R Us version, and then the other two are uh, the Takara versions. Yeah. Excellent. So what was your point? Well, oh, yeah, we were talking about uh, <laughs> comics and how the bottom dropped out of them, and I was just saying I didn't buy them as an investment, just like my TS. And you continued to talk, and what you actually stated was you did buy multiples, so you must be buying it. As an not of, not of comics and multiples of the TFs were because I didn't. There was different versions of it. It's not just the same thing re-released over and over again. Listen, just today I was reading of a comic you should get. I uh, I, was, I had a few dealings with this uh, auction house, Heritage Auctions out of Texas. Pretty big auction house. They got. Um, a collection has come into them, and uh, it, it was like around 2,000 comics, mostly Golden Age. So we're talking between... Uh, Where'd they get these issues from? It's all from one dude. It's this guy, uh, he was born in 36, I guess. He did a stint in the Navy, so on the GI Bill, he was studying after his stint in the Navy, you know, they pay for your college. He was studying to be an illustrator. So he had no dough. At 50s and 60s, he was doing this, and he was able to buy all these Golden Age comics, which is between 38 and 1955, in New York City for next to nothing. So he compiled this crazy collection, 2,000 books. And when Heritage Auction got it, there was just a stack of books, no... No, uh, they weren't bagged. They weren't boarded. They were nothing. They were all loose. But the the crown jewel of the collection is the uh, the Action Comics number one. The first oh, appearance Superman. of Superman. Very nice. 
and it's in terrible condition. It's and, uh, they, and what do they value it at? It's graded, so CGC graded as a three, which is shit. And its cover is even not attached hmm. to the binding, but they're still expecting it to pull in three hundred fifty thousand. Wow. But right now the bids are uh, coming in through. You can bid right now on it. They're only at around two hundred thousand. So you should throw a bid in there. You can imagine what a pristine copy would be worth, right? Well, um, I don't remember what the last uh, the last version of uh, action number one went for. That was in a really good condition. Well, I had to look up what this comic went for in similar condition, and just last year. Uh, graded as a three, it ended up selling for uh, three hundred eighty-eight thousand. So yeah, if uh, if there was ever a higher grade, well, there was one. there was a higher grade one that sold within this year or last year. Yeah, yeah, it they, was like you know it was it went for a million plus, didn't it? Yeah, they go for seven figures. Yeah. If it's like graded six or higher, it's guaranteed a million, like the seven figures. Oh, that's fascinating, man. It was crazy. So I think uh, the most valuable comic I have is probably one of my older Wolverines, and even that's only like a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. All the modern age, they're just not uh, not worth what. Well, and this is this is still like a 1984 Wolverine comic, right? 1984. Yeah, it's in the 80s, so that's let me do some math here. That's still the modern age. I know it's the modern age, but I'm saying it's still a 30-year-old comic, right? <laughs> 80, yeah. 90, yeah. 2000. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm saying get rid of your modern age comics now while you can. If you got buyers, do it. And I also saw, speaking of comics, uh, Batman. You know the Batmobile? Yep. We all know the Frank Barris Batmobile from the TV show. Right. Well, apparently there was a Batmobile licensed by dc before the frank barris one i still don't understand that though they licensed to have one built no these people uh just built it on their own and dc signed off on it based upon they built it based upon what the comic yeah impression of it looked like right yeah yeah they totally signed off and then how soon after that did they build the uh, the shitty TV show version of it. Well, well, that wasn't shitty. It was still pretty awesome. Yeah. It was only two years later that the Barris one. Let's say came physically to be known. it looks awesome, but a lot of the crap they put into it made it really tacky. Wasn't like a siren on the top of it or some kind of police? Oh, well, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, it all to match the flair of the TV show. Right. But this older one, it is. Totally classy. If you can uh, pull up pictures of it, you'll be blown away by it. But it has a cool story because this... Uh, the well, g- tell the people what to look for to pull it up. What kind of search do you do? Well, I'm sure it'll be on uh, on your little let's video say, screen there. Yeah, let's I? say it's not because I don't have all the free time in the world. <laughs> um, well, just look up 1963 Batmobile. And it, it that is the very first Batmobile. And... Uh, he toured it around. Show me a 1963 Batmobile. <laughs> Here's what I 
found on the web for show me in 1963 Batmobile. Batmobile. <laughs> Batmobile. Well, here we go. First Batmobile built original 1963. There's actually a YouTube video of it. Let me see. Accessing. Well, they they took it out on tour. They toured all around the country with it. And then uh, the car was returned to the builder in 19... <laughs> in 1966. What? Is this the video? It's showing them the... It, it's in pieces, but they're showing them the restoration of it. Right. Well, this... After the builder got the Batmobile back, he needed some dough. So he sold the car. How much? When did he sell it? Um, like uh, late 60s. After it went on oh, its tour. So probably cheap. Because if he was selling it, did it go to a collector? A lot of that no. stuff. A lot of that stuff just got no. junked, right? Yeah, it didn't go to a collector. You know what? It had to have gone cheap. I'm saying under a grand. Well, yeah, you're right. Two hundred bucks. Yeah. Two hundred bucks, and then it changed hands a few times, and then it was found in a field in New Hampshire. Yep. Not surprised. It was abandoned in a field for fifty years, and that's when the real car collectors. Got a hold of it, changed hands a couple more times until it finally went to a real restorer, and they restored it back to pristine condition, roadworthy. Uh, every part had to be restored, and now it's going up for auction. So what do you think that's going for? Hmm. Well, based upon the heritage auctions I've seen, or the, uh, not heritage, what's... What's the car auctions? The the Jackson, oh, Bear yeah. Jackson auctions. Yep. Uh, oh, I don't know. Uh, sixty thousand. Yeah, I don't know either. I can't find the number. <laughs> Great. All right. <laughs> Useless. Can't be Marshall because you see like real nice classic cars going for like super cheap, right? Yeah, it's not in the millions, but they're definitely going to make their money back. It's six figures. I just can't. Really? Yeah. yeah, it's six figures. I don't know why. I'm just looking back at this uh, heritage comic uh, collection. What's your? What's the best comic you have? Um. Well, the only one that I knew I should keep and, you know, keep bagged and not look at it too much was uh, the first three Transformers comics. The ones you tried to sell me? Yeah. <clears throat> Still give you a good deal on that any, any day you want. But uh, like modern comics, they're, they're really not worth that much. No, they're not. So. The trouble with modern comics as well is... Um... A lot of people now are doing the digital downloads of them, right? I had now personally, I haven't been into a comic shop for a number of years, but like you said, since the new comics are worth so little, I think just people are not bothering with them and just doing the download right 
to their tablets, right? Well, if you walk into a comic book store, they would have you believe that they're very valuable. Of course they do. <laughs> if you look at their back wall, they have extremely high prices on all their modern comics. But I don't think you'll ever get that money back. Probably the biggest ripoff being The Walking Dead. Well, geez, that's one of the most valuable ones. Right now. Because it had such a limited run in its first 60 issues, I guess. 40 issues? Yeah, but... Extremely limited? I remember... Okay, last time I've been to a comic store was probably late last year. And they were trying to sell number one for 1200 bucks. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think... Which is a joke. Yeah, Definitely. I don't think it'll keep that value. And like the first appearance of the governor was worth something insane, like 600, 800 bucks or something. Mm. But I don't think that'll, who knows? Once the show's off, once the show's off the air, that's when you, you'll determine what the real value is on it. Well, we'll have to wait 20 years too to really see what the deal is. Yeah, well, there'll be a new fad out by then, too, right? Well, yeah. Who knows what's worth money? Uh, that's the whole thing. Mm. That's like uh, when you say there's a Transformer that's no one's buying, you know, because it's too expensive or something. No one has interest in it. That's the one I want to get. No, it's not, <clears throat> that's not what it is. It's It's the older generation of... It'd be like a G1 Transformer, but say, for example, the latest release of one of that version would be like a Masterpiece Star Saber, which to the North American person or kid doesn't mean anything because that was part of the Japanese series, right? It's not a character that ever appeared in the uh, the 84, you know, Transformer shows that we watched. Mm-hmm. But if you're in Japan and as a kid growing up, then it's one of the key characters that you would know of, right? Yeah. But even nowadays, if I nowadays, if I was shopping for a new figure that I'd want to sell 20 years from now, I'd want the one that nobody bought. And it's hard figuring out which uh, one no one has purchased. Mm-hmm. I understand your strategy and your thought process behind it, but it still wouldn't be worth anything. So if no one cares about it now, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be just a blip in the radar in the future, right? So it's not going to make it any more valuable. Well, if this craze of collecting toys is happening 20 years from now too, those blips will be what everyone will be looking for because it will be the rarest item. Could be. Yeah. Um, no, will be. That's how it works, man. If there's even the interest for it 20 years down the road. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. You don't know. People could be into plates by then. People could be back to collecting spoons. Yep. Maybe you could finally sell your spoon collection. <laughs> JD. <laughs> Stern Show reference, by the way. Have you been keeping up? Yeah, I'm listening to, uh, uh, I'm still in October, but the interview I'm on right now, he's talking to Hannibal, Hannibal Burris. Burgess? No, Burris. Burgess? 
Buras. Comedian. The, the comedian guy, yeah. Yeah. Black guy, right? Very popular, yeah. I mean, I, I'd, I'd have to see him to... I'm not sure what work he's been in that I've seen. Nothing. Stand-up. Well, he's also a writer on Saturday Night Live. I think he's been in a couple... Couple movie appearances, or I don't think so. I, don't know. I think he's big in. Oh, here we go. Siri, show me Hannibal Buress. <laughs> Buress. Cogitating. Here's what I found on the web for Hannibal Buress. The fuck's cog- cogitating? Hanna Barbera. Hannibal Buress. B U R E S S. I was right. No, you can't be right. Is an American stand-up comedian and actor. Who's right? Motherfucker. Shit. Yeah, he's black. Yeah, <laughs> okay. 30, uh, 30 Rock, The Eric Andre Show, Broad City. Told you, man. Oh, well, yeah, I don't it's watch back. any of those. Respect, indeed. Anyway, that's where I am right now. Trying to plow through it. I should be done. I think I got one or two shows left for October, and then I can start November. But what I really want to do is go back and start. Uh, the, I've got all the episodes from when he first appeared on Sirius Radio, right? Yeah. So back in 2006. But you've heard all those. Once, Yeah. Yeah, but so those good. the first five years You're were good. the best compared to what's what he's putting out right now. Well, right? there's still content coming out now, so yeah, you should keep up with that. You've heard that other says stuff the once. guy who doesn't even bother listening to him anymore. Well, I pick up when when I need to pick yeah. up. Yeah, I can't. No. I don't have the time. Like every you. episode, I've listened to every episode. Well, yeah, you got me there. I was on track for a little while, but it's just too much. Too much content. So I just check in. What else do you got to do, man? You drive an hour and a half to work. Where do we work? In Toronto. Oh, wow. Jeez, he let, he let something go there. Stop asking where we work. Okay. We work uh, at the space Anyway, agency. you got a two-hour round trip at least. Mm-hmm. You got nothing but time to listen to shows. Yeah, that's when I listen to podcasts, and uh, I got to have music on at some point to keep me awake. Got to get rocking. Got to get singing. Singing in the car, it keeps you awake. You should try that. You'll have less uh, incidents on your road. No, I haven't uh, had any issues yet. Wow. Knock on wood for that. Look at your audio level here in this thing. Yeah, that thing doesn't... It's not There's you with a big fucking booming thing. and I'm talking, (laughs) and you can't even see my my level right now. Is it my mic? It's all normal when you play it back. My mic a piece of shit? No, it's your iRobot device there. That's a piece of shit. Right? Is there an audio thing on this thing? No, it, it's recording fine. Playback is great. Hmm. The listeners agree the sound is amazing for really? this podcast. I've heard worse, that's for sure. Definitely heard worse. Are you going to cough up some money for this microphone or what? Um, Why don't we let the listenership pay for it? How? Uh, PayPal. Donation, please. (laughs) 
Well, are you going to start working on some mugs send, or something with our pictures on it? Email uh, bank transfer to start to continue mail at gmail.com. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I was going to put my PayPal uh, donation button on the podcast website, but you wouldn't let me. Go ahead and throw it up there if you know how. Yeah. Sure. I get to keep that money? No. <laughs> Not that anyone will be giving money. <laughs> how about you buy yourself a good mic, too, man? This is a great mic. You oh. got to admit, this even sounds better in, like, uh, Hardwick's show a lot of times. Because he's not sitting in the sound booth talking. We're in a sound booth now? We're that oh. professional. <laughs> That's all the hints I'm going to give. Anybody can make wow. a sound booth, man. Can they? Yeah. Okay. Look at the foam on the wind wall, the walls here. Yeah. yeah. Eggshells. Exactly. It's all eggshells. No, it's styrofoam. So now you're saying we are in a professional sound booth? We are in a professional sound booth. Wow. I think. <laughs> Enough said. <laughs> wow. <coughs> oh, well, excuse me. Can I ask me. you about your comics again? Hmm. Did you answer my question? Yeah, I said I had the, the most valuable collectible would be the Transformers one. Right, so I have nothing. a bunch of Spider-Mans, but they're so well-read and whatnot, they wouldn't be worth anything. All right, so nothing. There are a couple of key issues to me, but not to anyone else. You know, I did have at one time this big comic, uh, Superman versus Muhammad Ali. Remember that one? No, I didn't. <laughs> it's an iconic Why would book. you buy anything like that? It was okay, amazing. Tell me why it's iconic. Well, people look for it all the time. People always know that Superman... Let his powers go away and fought the champ, Muhammad Ali, in the ring with no powers. And in the in the crowd, the artists drew in all the famous, all these famous faces in the crowd. It was great. That's very kitschy. I just do not know what ever happened to that thing. That drives me nuts <sighs> to this day. And it was big. It was supersized. I actually saw it in my local comic book store the other day. Your rip-off comic store in Barry? Yeah, the rip-off one. So, what were you doing in there? Um, I don't know. No idea. Seeing what's happening. What were you doing in there? I it was probably free comics for the kids. You know, if you bring probably in, yeah, if you bring in their report card, they get a free comic for every A. Mm. Yeah. So that's their way of getting the kids addicted. Yeah, and it just shows you how much their back. I don't think they're seriously. Really yeah, no, nothing. Because they're letting every kid out of there with like six free comics from their, from their. Yeah, but what it what, what line is part of their back copy, section they get rid of? Like, are we talking X Men stuff or? Yeah, anything. All of their back copies you could pick from. So all the long boxes, you know. That's, that's crazy, man. Yeah. And they had individual price stickers on them. Like some would have seven dollars, some would have three dollars, but yeah, they were all free with like, an I think normally they're like five bucks for a back issue, mm. depending on what what it is. Why are you moving around? I so got much? the fucking Jimmy legs, man. Jesus Christ! There's probably nothing but creaking and rumbling going all on. All part recording. of the atmosphere. <laughs> I got the Jimmy legs, man. It's it's four in the morning. 
Yeah. And you've been asleep at what your reference desk is for the Jim- four hours now. What reference is the Jimmy Lakes from? I'd like to hear what you're going to say. It's a TV show. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah? Yeah. Takes place in New York City. Oh, you're saying Seinfeld? It is from Seinfeld. Okay. Well, there, maybe it was said before that. Jimmy Lakes? Yeah. No. You don't think so? What kind of reference is that? Well, I know Kramer said it. I'm sure. I'll... What are Jimmy Lakes? Okay, give me a moment. What are Jimmy Legs? Okay, I found this on the web for what are Jimmy Legs. What are Jimmy Legs? According to Wikipedia, the term Jimmy Legs may refer to one of the following conditions. Periodic limb movement disorder, the involuntary movement of limbs during sleep, (laughs) restless leg syndrome, an urge to move one's limbs to alleviate uncomfortable sensations. Wow. Whose assistant is better? Thank you. And... I'd also look at the bottom of mine. It also says Jimmy Legs Seinfeld. Okay, I found this on the web for Jimmy Legs Seinfeld. <laughs> Shut her up. Man, that is a piece of garbage. Besides, I didn't even think you were a Seinfeld fan. I didn't think you understood that humor. A jerking motion with one's legs while sleeping. May cause relationship problems and not allow a person to sleep in the same bed with other partners. Quote, she's got the Jimmy legs by Kramer. Told you, man. Like I said, I thought you weren't even a Seinfeld fan. I am. But I didn't start watching it until it was in his last season. Why is that? Uh, I just never got into it. Right. But like most shows, I don't get into things until after it's done. I don't think you understand comedy. What? (laughs) What? Because it's not, uh, it's not, who's your comic? uh, Oh, boy. Here we go. So he's so quick at four in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Who was quick the other day when I was asking questions and you couldn't think of shit? I don't know what you're talking about. Let me see, you already forgot. I don't remember stuff. I'll take my pants off. These Jimmy legs are driving me nuts. <laughs> yeah, taking your pants off would fix it, for sure. This room's hot. It might be... Did you hot box this room? Is it because you got your tight your tight pants on? Uh, these, are, these are my winter joggers. Your so skinny they're jeans? They're thicker. Your winter joggers, not skinny jeans. No. Mm. These have a bit of insulation on the inside. Well, why would you wear that? We're inside. You're not outside playing in snow. You yeah, got but it's November, insulated pants on. Because it's November 14th. Do you ever wear anything other than workout clothes? <laughs> not, not at nighttime. Not at nighttime. <laughs> Says the guy wearing a Montreal jersey. Coming off a huge Fuck. win tonight. Burnt. <laughs> you don't. No, any sport unless it's naked dudes rolling around, uh, pulling on each other. Is that about right? Obviously, you're talking about UFC, right? Well, any of anything you follow is naked dudes. Baseball and <laughs> UFC and listen, the only sport where they're not wearing fully clothed would be boxing or UFC. And you're wrestling, so and wrestling. So let's leave the hockey, you know, to me and uh, 
you can have your naked men style. You know which one brings in more money, right? Uh, no. <laughs> really? Who? Who? Boxing and UFC bring in more money and viewership than your hockey. Oh, that's all drug money. Listen, that's that's hearsay, and that's one 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 time shots that money. That's like no, it's not. What yeah. are you talking about? Hockey and you know football and whatnot have giant, huge television contracts that last the whole season. They have constant revenue streams from uh, clothing and accessories, right, which is all exactly the same as UFC's got. They're doing about two to three shows a month. They've got merchandising. They've got pay-per-view buys. Boxing has, depending on what's going on, probably the same, two or three big matches a month, say two. So big deal. Yeah, and how many millions of buys does those fights bring in? Yeah. Peanuts. And then how many people are sitting in your forum? The Bell Center, sorry. 10,000. 10, no, no, it's like... Uh, oh, here we are. It's like 44,000. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're thinking of my baseball stadiums. Oh, sorry. <laughs> they they jam them in there. And we're talking three, four games a week. So, plus the revenue streams. <sighs> I don't. I'd I, love to do. We'll do a comparison one day and I'll knock you out of the park. <laughs> You'll knock me out of the park. I love it. You know, I don't see anyone buying their favorite boxers' uh, shorts and stuff to wear around. No, of course not. So, there's no money there. They get money on the night of the fight, and that's that. And buys. And then when they rig fights and shit and all the all right. money changing hands with the betting. <laughs> I'd still watch right. my, my real men fights over here. So I win, basically. Over the fairies skating here. around the ice. Okay, I win. All right, all right. I'll let you win this one. <laughs> yeah. And as the winner, you're going to sign us off for this episode. Uh, that's it, eh? Uh Thanks again for listening, for finding us. Uh, good luck finding us. Where do where do they find us? Facebook. I'm not saying my blog site again because. Oh yeah, you, you haven't uh, even plugged your blog. Here we go. <laughs> Angry Canadian Decepticon dot Wow, it is. That's one of the links to find us, and otherwise, just do the Google search. Go to podomatic.com and look up Start to Continue. and Or even on YouTube. Put an episode up there. We'll put some more up there. And uh, we're getting on iTunes as soon as you get get moving. Yep. Stay tuned. All right. All right, guys. Post it and post it.